0: The transition, my weekly market review, December 18th, 2022. The transition from the primary driver of markets being the expectations, read guesses, of what Fed interest rate policy will be to actual evidence-based economic growth and inflation levels officially began last week with stocks trading on the back of growth and inflation perceptions rather than just reacting to Fed rhetoric like obedient lemmings. That's something that will likely continue and intensify moving forward into 2023 as investors search for the answers to the two key questions. Number one, how fast will inflation decline? Number two, how bad will the economy get? The whole key to stock market performance in the first half of 2023 is starting to shift from whether the terminal rate which is the prevailing interest rate on the day the Fed ends its policy of interest rate hikes, ends up being 4.9% or 5.1% or whatever, to an assessment of whether the damage to growth and earnings from these higher interest rates, wherever it is they peak, is too much for stocks to bear, or whether they can actually withstand the inevitable economic weakness that is around the corner. Last week's news cycle was absolutely pivotal, and there's a lot to get to, so let's dive right in. The Consumer Price Index CPI measure of retail inflation for November came out on Tuesday morning before the market opened. While the year-over-year data is useful for taking a snapshot of where we stand it was up 7.1% annualized for November, it is less useful when it comes to trying to figure out inflation's current trajectory, as it is so heavily dependent on whatever base level is used from 12 months previously. What is far more instructive to focus on if you're trying to assess inflation's present glide path is the month to month change. And that rose just 0.1% from October to November below the expected 0.3%, after having risen 0.4% in the September to October timeframe. This was the smallest monthly increase this year. Excluding more volatile food and energy prices, the core CPI climbed a touch less than expected, at 0.2% month-to-month, up up 6.0% year-on-year, if you must know, down a bit from October's reading of 0.3. The market's initial reaction to this better than expected CPI print was to furiously buy everything, following what had been a pretty impressive gain on Monday as well. However, reality cast its inevitable shadow over proceedings later in the day as it dawned on investors that perhaps a frenzied rise of 1400 Dow points in the space of 24 hours was a slight upside overreaction to some respectable but not exactly spectacular retail inflation data, and the bulk of the price gains had been given up by the close. The next day, Wednesday, was Fed Day, and there was no surprise at all when a half percent increase in interest rates was announced at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Everybody knew that was going to happen. What the market was really focused on was the closely watched 2023 medium dot on the Fed's dot plot chart, which shows its own expectation of the terminal rate. Fed Chair Jerome Powell said in late November that the median dot would be somewhat higher than the September projections, which had been 4.6%. Now we have a better idea of what he meant by somewhat. The medium dot this time was 5.1% considerably higher than that September projection and way higher than June's, which had been 3.8%. This was viewed as a big deal and disturbed the market. Although everyone kind of suspected that this is where the dot was gonna end up. The Wall Street Journal had even said as much the day before. Sometimes, even when you know a piece of bad news is coming, it can still be something of a shock when it is confirmed. Stock markets ended the day lower as investors digested the dot plot and Powell's observations in his press conference that current policy is still not sufficiently restrictive and that the likelihood of any rate cuts in 2023 was remote. The market also seemed disappointed that Powell gave no tip of the hat to the previous day's CPI report showing that inflation appears to be in decline. He chose to pretty much completely ignore that in his comments. Six other global central banks around the world, including the European Central Bank, the Bank of England, and the Swiss National Bank, also hiked interest rates in the space of 24 hours. Again, none of this was unexpected, but weighed on sentiment nonetheless. In a classic example of the Wall Street adage, buy the rumour, sell the fact, what had been a steady decline late on Wednesday intensified into something of a bloodbath on Thursday and Friday, wiping out all the intense gains of Monday and Tuesday, and then some, partly due to the release of retail sales showing a decline of 0.6% in November, the biggest monthly fall of 2022, and one that confirmed that the American consumer budgets are now finally under some pressure. Interestingly, however, it seems many traders don't seem to fully believe the Fed's pronouncements, as futures markets still have the terminal rate estimate at 4.9% and below 4.5% by the end of 2023, despite what the dot plot showed. In further evidence of the transition, they seem to be looking more closely at the hard data showing cooling inflation rather than listening to the Fed's threats about what might happen. The outcome of the next scheduled Fed meeting will be announced on February 1st, 2023, and will be heavily influenced by economic data released in the interim, particularly December CPI, which will be released in January. Going forward, the two biggest threats to stock prices are now either a resumption of higher inflation or economic growth suddenly falling off a cliff, or in the nightmare scenario, both of these at the same time, the dreaded stagflation that I talked about in a weekly market report way back in October, 2021. Stay tuned.